Welcome to the CHC School of Ministries podcast. We are one of Brisbane and Australia's leading Bible colleges. We combine a dedication to Christian truth with a passion for spirit life and a commitment to academic excellence. You'll be hearing from a variety of students, lecturers, pastors, and team here at SOM. We pray that these episodes inspire you, grow you, and help you to transform your world. Hey guys, my name is Stacey Cholove and I get the awesome opportunity of facilitating our leadership intensive coming up in semester two. It's going to be an awesome time. Now, I don't know what comes to your mind when you hear the word leadership. I know for me, uh, my introduction to leadership was as a young kid, I was a part of a little group in my primary school and we had a leader. Now, the leader of the group was, you know, the most influential, but unfortunately she was a bit of a bully. So my introduction to leadership was the fact that, hey, the leader just got to call all the shots and whoever she wanted to pick on that day, everybody else was following and we were all picking on that person. And unfortunately, many a day it was me who was being picked on. So I just thought that leadership was about controlling other people to get them to do whatever it is that that you wanted to do. And then at the age of 19, I became a youth pastor and I realized that leadership is not about controlling other people to get them to do whatever ideas that I had in my mind. That leadership, as we'll see from um, Blackaby and Blackaby have an amazing book called Spiritual Leadership. They say leadership's actually about uh, moving people onto God's agenda. It's not about our agendas. It's about seeking God's agenda. So I understand that for some of us, we have negative experiences of leadership, just as I had as a kid. But actually, I want us in this intensive to challenge everything that we think we know about leadership and to come to God and say, how do you define leadership? What does spiritual leadership look like according to the Bible? In John chapter 5, verse 19, Jesus says this, I tell you the truth, the son can do nothing by himself. He does only what he sees the father doing. Whatever the father does, the son also does. And so I'm proposing that perhaps leadership doesn't look like controlling people to do our good ideas. It actually looks like coming to God the Father and saying, what is your plan and how can I motivate and move other people towards your plan on the earth? And so we're going to leave aside our old wineskins about what we think leadership is and we're going to move forward into this new day, this new era of Christian leadership, of seeking the Father's will and plan, co-laboring with Christ and walking in the Spirit of God. And so we're going to cover some topics like qualities of a Christian leader, leadership styles, leading yourself, vision, culture, strategic planning, how to build a team, how to develop other leaders, managing God's resources, because that's super important. We're going to talk about stress and burnout and how to avoid those, um, as well as decision-making, change and transitions. But just as a teaser, I want to tell you about my three favorite leaders from history. Now, there's so many, and I'm sure you have heaps as well in mind, but I want to unpack three of my favorite heroes um, just briefly. The first one is Dietrich Bonhoeffer. So not sure if you've heard about Dietrich Bonhoeffer, but he was born in 1906 in Germany. And he actually pastored in Germany during the Nazi regime. 
So he trained upcoming pastors in an underground seminary before it was discovered and then they shut it down. But he was all about empowering people to this life of discipleship. Um, He wrote The Cost of Discipleship, which counteracted comfortable Christianity that was going around at the time. Um, He eventually signed up with the German Secret Service and served as a double agent. So while he was traveling around church conferences, he was actually instead helping Jews escape the Nazi oppression. And then he became part of the plot to overthrow and eventually assassinate Hitler. And it was because of his involvement in that plan that he eventually ended up in prison and was hung in prison a month before World War II ended and Germany surrendered. So he was only 39 at his past. But this amazing legacy that Bonhoeffer gives us of what it means to be a Christian leader during a time of great church compromise, during a time of evil and persecution. And so I just love his bold and courageous example. Um, And so we'll unpack a little bit of those principles that we see in Bonhoeffer's life in our intensive. Now, the second leader, and I had to go with a female because there are some amazing female leaders in the history of the church. And this one's a little obscure, not sure if you've heard of her, but her name is Teresa of Avila. So in the year 1515, that might ring a bell for you guys who are aware of the Protestant Reformation. In the year 1515, Teresa was born in central Spain. Now, in 1517, we have Martin Luther nailing his 95 thesis on the door of the church in Wittenberg, Germany, right? So just two years prior to that grand moment in our history, Teresa of Avila was born. At the age of 21, Teresa decided to be a Carmelite nun. So she's part of the Roman Catholic Church at the time. She decides to be a nun. She takes her vows. She moves into the convent. For two decades, she lives a wayward life because that was what was happening in the convents, right? There was no um, real call to reform at that time. So she's just living as she wants to live frivolously and according to the flesh. Now, two uh, two decades after she becomes a nun, she has this conversion moment where she sees a statue of the wounded Christ and and she writes that, man, it just pierces her heart. She gives herself wholeheartedly over to the Lord. She walks away from sin and from the flesh and she ends up planting 14 monasteries that are committed to living this devoted, holy life to God. So she ends up reforming the Catholic Church from within uh, by reforming the Carmelite um, convent that she's a part of and establishing 14 others. She goes on to be encouraged to write some of her poems and writings down. And today she's still an influential Christian thinker and writer. So I just want to leave that where it, where it lays, because you may not have heard of Teresa of Avila, but she, again, is an excellent example of Christian leadership during times of church compromise, um, and she just served faithfully. And also what I love about Teresa is she was a Christian mystic. So she led from a place of powerful encounters with God. She led with intimacy with God at the forefront of her Christian uh, leadership framework. So again, an amazing example there from Teresa of Avila. 
the next example, how can we go past Jesus, right? He is our ultimate example of what it means to be a Christian leader. And I'm sure you've heard so many things that we can take from the life and ministry of Jesus. But I just want to come back around to that verse in John 15, 19, that Jesus said, whatever I see my father doing, that's what I'm going to do. And so he really does establish this, this framework of leadership, that leadership is about seeking God's will, seeking God's agenda, and then taking people and moving people in that direction. So Jesus is our utmost example of Christian leadership. And I want us during this intensive to look at Christ, examine his leadership in order to live and lead like he did so that 2000 years after Christ, we can continue this revolution that he began. And that is my hope for this intensive together. It's that we would seek God together and say, Father, what do you want to have happen? That we would be committed to co-laboring with Christ and that our leadership would be empowered by the Spirit. And I believe that is the new wineskin of Christian leadership that God is calling us into. It's not about our ideas and controlling people and maximizing strategy. All those things are good and important. But I do believe that the new era of Christian leadership is this Trinitarian model of looking to the Father, hearing His heart for the world, uh, co-laboring with Christ and moving in the Spirit. So I hope you get to join us. It's going to be an awesome time together. Bless you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the CHC School of Ministries podcast. We have a lot of exciting things coming up at SOM this semester. So check out the description for ways that you can get involved, grow yourself and learn with us over the next few months.